shit, a Tesla just passed me. Censorship. Censorship. I love Teslas. Intro, but... <laughs> Intro. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Implications of Phineas and Ferb podcast. There's 365 days in a gap year, and uni's gonna come and end it. So the once in a lifetime problem for us is to find a good way to spend it. Making a podcast. Alright, this this is a different app than every other This app. is a slightly different app to what we normally be doing. Um, because we're making the triumphant return of the Outback Australia podcast. I'm, I'm doing the travelling part of the Outback Australia, and right now I've got quite a great view of Outback Australia. On location, on the road, that's why the reception is so bad. There's a lot of white trees with dead... The only thing more dead than the trees and the animals and everything in Australia is the reception. We finally we finally <laughs> did it. Is that another fucking Tesla? No, okay, good. Um, I'm on the road. I was like, you know what? It's Finally, we took this Outback Australia podcast to the next level and actually went outside for once. So, yeah. And so I went outside and immediately got into my car. Uh, and then proceeded to drive two and a half hours, and I'm now driving two and a half hours back. Yes, and definitely because we wanted to and not out of necessity, trying to schedule things and plan things. Yeah, no, this was a planned app. We knew from the beginning we wanted to do an episode with poor mic quality, with me driving back from somewhere, and hadn't actually seen the episode of Phineas and Ferb that we're pretending to do. Yes. So, Joe, what do you think happened in this episode? Well, I thought it was really funny uh, when Phineas was said a thing, and then I was like, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, it was great. I really liked that bit. I, I've actually got a better question. Lachlan, how did you feel about the episode you watched? Oh, well, let me, let me tell you about this episode. So we are up to Season 2, Episode 25, which is Invasion of the Furb Snatchers and Ain't No Kitty Ride. Um, and... Unlike someone in this podcast, I actually took notes because I'm productive. Um, this is going to be really interesting because it's oh my me God. who's bad at taking... Because I up you against every time you don't take notes or they're awful notes. <laughs> yeah. yep. Normal... It's a mess to three like mine. We've had a solid, like, however many episodes we've done of me taking awful notes and you actually paying attention and being the one that actually recounts the plot. And now we've finally tabled the turns and I get to have my vengeance. I'm the one that knows the things and you are the one in the corner. But also, um, it's going to be very funny because my notes are still just as trash as they normally are. So there will very likely be things that we don't, we don't know. So, but like- that'll be... We, we, we just fine. won't. We'll, just, uh, we'll see where it goes. We'll just fill the gaps in with our imagination. We'll see how it goes. So, the boys are on a classic horror movie marathon, and they mentioned that it is uh, five straight movies, which is a it's a decent all nighter. Like that's a that's a long yeah, ass commitment. Five movies straight, pretty. That's ten hours. That's significant. Yep. Oh shit! That car behind me just. Don't die while you're recording a podcast. Uh, that that would, like, I think the amount of listeners would increase by, like, two, because there'd be a story about it. Shit, yeah, I could milk your death. Maybe you should get into a near-death accident. You're driving a legally unregistered vehicle, speeds and dies on his shitty, well, no, on his undiscovered podcast with his <laughs> awful friend. I don't know why you said your vehicle's unregistered, because it is. Is 
I'm actually a little unsure. You'll be... Yes, you have Rego. You have your fucking... You drove it out Don't of the dealership, right? You have Rego. I know, so I registered, oh but God. I need to do one of the two slips, and I've forgotten that, so... Well, anyway. for... Um, for reasons with the cops, I'm just going to clarify that both of those were jokes and that he definitely didn't yeah, mean yeah. it. Um, definitely. So they're watching. Such a good yeah, you're just you're just a fantastic comedian who makes very sarcastic comments. Um, yeah. So they're it's all for a joke. They're basically they're watching the invasion of the body snatchers, and um, there's three ways to spot an alien in this in this movie. One, can, they can have I, bad can I have syntax. A guess? Can I have a guess? Yes. Give us, give us a guess. All right, there's, there's mm-hmm. two. Um, there's only two ways. The third, totally made up. The first one is they say meep a bunch. And the second <laughs> one is uh, their head is shaped like a triangle. Because <laughs> I think that's a pretty easy way to find an alien. Like, yeah, yes, I reckon. Kid, well, their, their head is shaped like the give, letter F. You can't give birth to that. That would physically kill you. <laughs> ain't, ain't happening here. Definitely an alien. Um, no, the three ways to spot them in this universe are Definitely. bad grammar and syntax and stuff. They don't understand human words, so they'll just say a random word. Fuck, if it's bad grammar, I'm already an alien. No wonder. <laughs> like, so I'm stuffed. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, and also true, you have the worst, some of the worst grammar ever, especially when texting. Um, yeah, but, but texting, okay. you don't have to have good grammar. Yeah, true, like, true. Like, it is texting. The the grammar police aren't... The grammar Nazis aren't checking texts. Mm, much like the actual police, the grammar police also aren't listening to this podcast. Yes. Perfect. Even better. Mm-hmm. And then the third way of telling the body snatches is that they remove the heads of people and they can remove their own heads and stuff. Yeah, yeah that seems pretty and, obvious. Candice was like, that one's a bit more of a bit more of a giveaway than the others. And I was like, oh, you're not wrong. Um, She's 100% right with that statement. So my next note that I've got written is my favourite. It is just, this entire show is just gaslighting Candice. At least 50% of the apps are. Like, we, you can't go... A, you can't go an episode of Phineas and Ferb without Candace absolutely losing it at least once. And if that means gaslighting it to get there, well, then that's what has to happen. Yeah, and it's just bullying her. Like, she literally is right. Like, she's never she's never wrong about all of the things that she thinks no. are happening. She does genuinely see them, and then she just gets gaslit into thinking that they never happened, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. This poor girl. Poor thing. I, I know she's a complete nutcase, but you can see why. Like that's oh yeah, of... I'd be a nutcase too. Like mm. fair enough. But like, um... see reality? Yeah, no, not 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 what you see is reality. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so first, she thinks that Ferb is an alien. This episode, and there's that's three fair. things that give it away. First, she picks up Ferb's shirt and she goes, "Oh my god, Ferb's torso is so small." Yeah, Wait, no what? Shit. Yeah, because they is, is it um, his neck that's long, or oh yeah, I forgot to mention that the, the, one of the ways of spotting an alien was that they are anatomically disproportionate. I think. Yeah, I but which part? One. Which part of Ferb is big if his torso is small? I think it's his legs. His head. 
I think he's twenty. Oh yeah, because there was that one time he like pulled his pants out and it just went the whole way up. Yeah. So it's just his yeah. legs along, and then he's torso. Yeah. No, Ferb is probably an alien. So like, this is all completely fair. But anyway. Yeah, makes sense to me. And then the last, mm. um, and then she sees Ferb on FaceTime with his Scottish friend. And while he's on FaceTime, he's chewing bubblegum, but because she can't see the screen, she thinks Ferb is the one talking in a weird Scottish voice. Oh. Yep. Not the bloody Scottish. <laughs> and if there's, Let me tell you, if there's any proof of aliens existing, it's that Scottish people exist. <laughs> it's Scotland. Scotland are the aliens. Yeah, if you're from Scotland and you're listening to the podcast, first of all, why? Second of all, um... Get right in. Well done. Uh, how did you find us is probably my second question. No, I'd say my question is what weird alien shit do they do over in Scotland? Because we've extensively covered the weird alien shit that we do in Australia. Like the weird cultural things and animals and stuff. This is the Outback Australia podcast yeah, after all. Yeah, true. Uh, wear a skirt, eat haggis. Um, yes. Hag- blow haggis into is a, a one, bag. With pipes out of it and think it sounds good. Yes. Uh, some bagpipes okay, no. do actually sound good. Bagpipes do sound good. Don't. Bagpipes are, design- are designed to be triumphantly played on top of an open Scottish highland with all of the like beautiful echo and you stand like 400 metres away and you hear them by the, yeah, you know, okay, the enemy playing them or whatever. Like they are not yeah. designed for you. Then again, on sometimes you could replace a bagpipe with a cat and the difference, the noises would be the, the same. That is also a good point. Um, so I know you're a learner, bro, but you're 90, not 60. We can we can move past this. Sorry, I'm, I'm just upset this learner's decided. No, it's all right. I respect learners. The third thing that Candace sees that makes her think that Ferb is an alien is that she sees him working on some power couplings, and because she sees it through a screen and she sees the silhouette, classic horror movie mistake, she thinks it's Ferb pulling his own head off oh wait what was he pulling off instead he was working on power couplings so there's a good twist in this episode he's working on some power couplings for a mysterious thing well we don't ever learn what the mysterious thing is no you learn what the mysterious thing is i'll tell you i'll tell you in a little bit because you haven't seen the episode i'm i'm saving the plot twist okay candace runs back to the panic room panic room makes a reappearance love that he runs back to the panic room yep she goes back to her panic room yeah i should really work anyway all good. Let's continue. All right, continuing on. So, Candace runs down to um, runs down to Phineas and is like, "I've got something to tell you. Your brother's an alien." And Phineas is like, "My brother's an alien? That's so cool." Oh. Completely unfazed. He's fine. Yeah, I'm not he'd surprised. Be, <laughs> he'd be down for that, but he's like, "No, I'm." But seriously, I don't think that he's an alien. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I'd know, and that's also a good point. Um, even if he was, like, bro, I'm chill with that. That's cool as hell. <laughs> that's dope. I'll take it. It's it dope. It's dope. <laughs> um. So <coughs> there. Oh, bless you. So <laughs> it's a cough, <laughs> but thank you. Bless Demons you. can't get in a can't get in with a cough, but they can in with a sneeze. For some reason. Yeah, I don't. Why do we say bless you when people sneeze? Because of exactly what you said, right? The devil gets India or whatever. No, but like 
surely that's a bit of a joke. Hold on, let me give it a Google. It's, okay, the first Google source, which has absolutely no credibility whatsoever. Oh, no, it's a .gov website, so it's decent, but it says um, that apparently Pope Gregory I, okay, Gregory the Great, suggested saying, God bless you after a person sneezed, um, could protect the person from otherwise certain death because of the myth that your heart stops when you sneeze. Oh. So you want God to, like, keep their heart going. Oh, okay. Okay. Follow the Outback Australia podcast for more fun facts. Yeah, you know what that means? I, even though I don't say God bless you because I forget or bless you or whatever, um, I'm really not going to do it now. Even better. (laughs) Now you can specifically (laughs) avoid it. Then again, if I sneezed and my heart did stop, I might sneeze more often. Just like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, nearly got there. Nearly, (laughs) nearly died. I like, ah, so um, close. I really enjoy the meme of saying bless you literally every time a person makes some sort of noise. So when they sneeze or when they cough or like when they say, like have an awkward pause in their sentence or something, like just any sort of Yeah, you just go bless you, say yeah. Mm. I guess um, that's funny. Or when they say anything in Welsh, zing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Outback Australia podcast where we talk about nothing we know about. Yeah, we talk shit about Welsh every other country. Wales yeah. we, we talk shit about every other country, but also our own. We're not racist here. Uh, landscape update. It has actually changed. I'm now in a mm. road and there's trees on both sides. Oh, nice, nice. Are you driving along yeah. the coast? Yeah, it's lovely. I've got a bit of, got a bit of shade. No, I'm no longer coast. So just past a body of water at some point. I've forgotten which one or how. Um, but no, I'm definitely inland at this point. Back to the Phineas and Ferb, because I guess we got to yep. do that at some point. Um, yeah. Perry gets down to headquarters with Monogram, and um, there's French maids cleaning the place. Just what? Just a French, French maids. Maid. Multiple French maids just cleaning for some reason. Um, like the ones that do they look like Doofenshmirtz backup singers? Or yes, hundred percent. I thought they might. Thought they yep. Um. It's the gig economy, bro. You gotta take take the gig whenever you need, whenever you can take, get it. Take That's what you enough. can get. You take what you can get. Uh, this this intern, <laughs> especially in this economy. In this economy, they're um because Carl's paying them, and honestly, if an intern was Wait, like, hey, how is Carl paying them? What the fuck? Like out of his question. own money? I think he's using the Alka funds. But why is it specifically Carl who hired them and not because Monogram? Monog- because it's funny that Monogram doesn't know about it. And he's just like, why are they maids? What the fuck? Oh, okay, 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 I see now. <laughs> why are they maids? Well, we have to clean. Mm. Um, and Perry goes off to stop Doof. Um, Doof's whole thing this episode is gift wrapping. I'm just not going to bother going into like every detail of the subplot because it's too much effort, but his whole thing is gift wrapping this episode. So he's got a gift wrappinator and he zaps things with it and folds them all up into little little presents, right? Um, and yeah. hijinks ensue, standard Perry and Doof adventure. Um, Doof ends up swallowing one of the little gifts that's, like, they, they can fold anything down to small size, right? Um, yeah, okay. So he folds an entire bedroom set 
down into a little matchbox-sized present. Holy and then, shit, that's cool as. Yeah. And then Perry chucks it at him. Perry chucks at him and he accidentally swallows it and then pulls the ribbon out. And the entire bedroom set blows up inside him and he doesn't explode somehow. So wait, but can you see the bedroom set in him? Does he like... Yep. Does, it, does he fill the room or... Yep, he becomes room-sized. It's a whole ass image. Oh. I'll see if I can use it as the screenshot so, for the episode. So he's actually a Looney Tunes cartoon at this point. Yes, he literally Made is a Looney Tunes cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Nice. I'm disappointed I missed that. Mm-hmm. And then... And Harry... if you're disappointed you missed it too, look at our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the social. <laughs> um, the... Um, what was I going to say? Perry also uses the innator to wrap up all of Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated with Doof inside it, who has a bedroom set inside it. So it's like... How, how small does it get? Same size, matchbox sized. This machine's insane. So it, yep. it's... You know how we keep talking about Ant-Man? It's just the Ant-Man shrinking technology wrapped. Yep, it's wrapped a quantum up in gift wrapping. machine. It's a quantum gift wrapper. You know what would be so cool? You need to move away. You're packing up. Or, like, you can pack up your entire house. Oh, that's so smart. Or if you're, like, traveling. Like, you just want to go overseas for a little bit, and you're like, oh, I don't know what to pack. You can either get a bag full of these, or you can get your travel bag as one of those. All right. Let's keep keep it moving. Um, Guess what the plot twist of the episode is? Uh... Ferb does take his head off. No, no. Someone else does. Some, um, the dad or someone like that. Very close. The mum is revealed to be the alien all along. Oof. I was very close. Well, Wait, like yeah. actually there like an, an alien? A- yep. So like, the... Like green flashes in her eyes, um, X-Men or yellow flashes in her eye, X-Men Mystique way or what? Noah's in, like, 10-inch tall alien piloting a robot suit. What? Her face, like, opens up and there's a little alien in it. And, um... What? Yeah. You're fucking shitting me. Yeah, no, 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 it's I 100%. Watched, did you... No. Are you watching Phineas yep. and Ferb or some fan-made yep, bullshit? I'm, no, I'm watching Phineas what and Ferb episode happened? 25. I leave the first for episode. one episode and Lindana is a 10-foot... <laughs> Green? No, a 10 centimetre, like a little tiny. Yeah, little tiny green alien. A 10 centimetre green alien piloting a mech suit. Yep. Um, What? And that's what Phineas and Ferb were working on. They were helping this alien get home because the alien was doing a study on earthling parental habits. You're actually kidding me. So then why did they watch a horror movie about aliens in front of an alien? Do you know how racially insensitive that is? (laughs) <laughs> okay, so where's where's the real mum? Who built the mech suit? Oh, no, she just comes home. So I think that the alien's only been there for a day. Why did he bother making a mech suit? I don't know. He wanted to observe parental behaviors. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't and he just, thing, like, make an invisibility thing or something? You remember how I teased Phineas and Ferber working on something? Yeah. What they've been spending the day doing is building the spacecraft for this alien to get home, like repairing its spacecraft. Oh, nice! That's really sweet. Yeah, it's like a 
classic meep situation. So they repair they repair this alien spacecraft, and then he just jumps out of the head of of Linda and is like, "All right, I'll go home now," and just tops on, and then blasts what, leaves Lindana's on robot suit. Yep, body just Pretty there. Much. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, yeah, and then um, then Candace is all excited because. She can show the mech suit, at least, to the mum, because she's getting home. But then a stray laser from the gift wrapper zooms out and hits the gantry and the mech suit. And Phineas is like, um, nice job on that gantry, Ferb. And then it starts folding up. He's like, wow, you even built in auto-folding for easy storage. Nice. They didn't build an auto-folder. That's Deuce, right? Yeah. The laser hit the thing. Oh, I get yeah, classic Phineas and Ferb laser going out of different Smurfs Evil Incorporated hits them somehow situation. Um, I've also written in the note, how long was the mum and alien? Like, how long has this been going on for? Yeah, and, like, because did, did, did she go away and he replaced her? Or did she know about it and she was okay with it? And if she knew about it, then why build the suit at all? Just have him live with you. These are good questions. These are very good questions. There's there's just so much behind this, and I cannot believe this came out of Phineas and Ferb. Yep, and you... Like, I love it. the show, and I know how crazy this gets, but, like, you're pulling my leg. This didn't happen. This is what Phineas and Ferb gets like when you're not there to, to witness it, like when you're just hearing it described. It just sounds insane. This is, is this what our listeners hear? Because I'm... <laughs> I'm, this is I'm what blown it feels like away. to be a listener of the podcast. Yeah, you, know, you know what it makes me want to do? What? Watch the episode, which, of course, everyone should. should. Do you know what it would make me want to do if I was in your situation? What? It'd make me want to write in. <laughs> so you could write in implications of Phineas <laughs> and Ferb write at in, gmail.com. Write to implications of Phineas and Ferb at gmail.com. Yeah, I'd write in there. Yeah, that's the specific like, email I was thinking about, yeah. Lachlan's full of shit. That didn't <laughs> even happen in that episode. It's tell funny tell me how Lachlan is wrong. I'd like to hear that a lot. All right. What if I include one lie in this episode, in this next episode, and you can you That's can a assess what? Lie. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll include one complete lie in my synopsis of the rest of this episode, and you can see if you can guess where where it is. And then so will the listeners, and they can tell us which one it is. Yep, it'll be great. Right. It'll be a fun We're little game. Playing it a little I like. Maybe I've already said the lie. Maybe I've already said the lie, and you don't know actually happened. Everything you've said. No, you, so you, far you're not clever enough to come up with that idea before now. Thank you, I um, think. None of that was a compliment. But anyway. <laughs> um. On to episode two. So we've got Ain't, Noth- um, Ain't No Kitty Ride, it's called. Ain't No um, Kitty Ride. Yep. So yeah. it's about them going back to their kitty rides, like when they were kids. You, you know those ones that you get in the... um. In the shopping centers and stuff that like just kind of rock back and forth. Oh, Mega like Noise and Rock You a bit. Yeah, they're shit. Yeah, yeah, they are pretty shit. Um, there was one in Shopping World that every time my cousins came up to Tamworth, um, we'd all pack onto. So there was like 12 of us on this one little carousel thing with four seats. Okay, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. And it was a good meme. It was a good time. Um, so they go into the mall. And the mum's like, get some clothes for back to school. And they go into the mall and they're literally in there for two seconds. And they walk back out. And the mum's like, wow, that was quick. 
and Phineas and Ferb go, well, yeah, we've kind of got our own signature looks, and then they just pull their outfits out of their bag. They just got right. a top up, top up of striped orange T-shirts and purple overalls. And I'm like, fair enough. Well, if you know what you like. Yep, they know, they know, know what, what they're you looking want. for, and they went and got it. You look good in it, and they wear it every day. You'd come prepared. Mm. Um, so then they've got plenty of spare time, so their mum gives them a bunch of quarters. Um, quarters are such an American thing. Um, put your money in. A bunch in of good, what? Not, quarters. Oh, money. Oh. Who, who made, who thought this was a good idea? A 25 cent piece. What okay, fuck? it's, it's more rational than whatever the hell's going on with Britain and their pence and stuff. That just makes no sense. Okay, that, at, that least, at least it's called what it is, which is a quarter. Like, that's yeah, a rational Yeah, but then they've also got, it. oh, it's, it's insane. I I don't hate it. I don't love I it. it. I'm like, mm. Like, it's, it's, I do have a dig later in the episode against paper money, though, because paper money is the worst idea. So I've got written here, this is the one where they get their old childhood rides and customise them. Remember this episode, Joe, in our rewatch? Because we watched a fair bit of, like, the middle of season two when we were doing rewatch. Oh, we rewatched so it, and they, what, make their yeah. own? Yeah. They make like they they customize their childhood kitty rides to make them like they remember them, which is super epic. Oh, that's remember cool as that? well. And do they like drive them around yeah. or? Yeah. So um, okay. F- first, I'm going to cover Perry and Doof's plot real quick. So okay. Doof walks to a diner. There's actually a little yep. intro that's like Doof and Smurfs walks to a diner, and um, nice. he goes in and he tries to order a sandwich, but he can't because. Um, his name is hard to remember. Rip. And that's a little thing that'll be important later. Right. Um, that's slightly yep. prejudiced, but whatever. It's it's even worse um, when he mentions that his brother is Rod, like is the mayor, and they're like, oh, Roger Doofenspurts. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, so what's your name? And he's like, Heinz Doofenspurts. And like, Heinz Doffencracker. Sweet. And I'm like, that's just being spiteful. Like, <laughs> that, that's kind of funny, though. It is funny. I've been a hospitality employee. We had to take people's names just like that. And let me tell you, I would 100% do that. If I, was, if I wasn't a lowly employee and I was able to get away with it, I would do that all Espe- the time. Especially if the guy came in and said, I'm the brother to the mayor. Yeah, because he's well, just trying I'm, to flex. I'm immediately treating him differently. Yep. Like, and, not, and not in a positive way. Yes. <laughs> so that in- uh, I really like that entire scene because it's actually his backstory for this episode. So instead of doing the normal backstory structure, he explains it and then it shows him doing the thing. Um, they put it before, like they show his justification for his innator. Yeah. We, we follow episode. him through the day instead of seeing the end of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. so meanwhile, Perry's also at the arcade with Phineas and Ferb and Perry jumps on one of the arcade machines and drives it around like a car, um, and drives it down to Alka headquarters. And there's a great joke where um, monogram goes, oh, sorry, Perry. And then he walks off the side of one screen and then onto the screen that is in front of Perry, like on his arcade machine. Oh, that's cool as. Yeah, because Perry's like on a racing game or whatever and he like walks on the screen and he delivers. You know, he tells Perry that Doofenshmirtz has been stealing a bunch of aerosol cans and then he walks back off onto his, his own screen, <laughs> which I just hey, think is quite that's, enjoyable. That's cool. Um, I like that. I'm glad you remembered included that just for me. Yep, you're welcome. Um, Perry drives his arcade machine to do if it's Evil Incorporated. 
Um, and he does a goddamn amazing parallel park. It's a very quick visual joke, but he just parked. Oh. Just a really good park, you know. Yeah, fantastic. I love I love good parks. Mm-hmm. Does he does he like park next to it and then like pull in, or does he just swing in? No, he just swings in. Oh, like those Mini Coopers that you see. Exactly, exactly like that. Um, Perfect. And then Doofenshmirtz is like, ah, oh, Perry the Platypus. How predictable? And by predictable, I mean completely dictable. That one didn't really work, but like, I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So Doof's motivation is because his name has been not remembered by people, he wants to get his aerosol cans and turn them into one giant aerosol can and then use a robot hand and spray his name into the sky and because of climate change, that will burn a hole in the ozone layer in the shape of his name, which will burn his name onto the ground. Wait, wait, what? Yep. Um, I, I agree with the first bit that he's going to put an aerosol with his name. So, like, a plane does. He's mm-hmm. going to put his name in the, in the sky. All right, that, but with, that like, deodorant sense. cans and stuff. But no way it's going to burn the ozone in the way that means that the sun will come through and write his name in flames. Mm-hmm. That is not the goal. That's what he wants. Is this, yep. Are you, are you positive? Is this the bit yep. you're lying to me about? Nope. I would never lie to you, Joseph. You fat bitch. No, no. I'm I'm you you have to wait till the end of the episode to hear which part of the this is the lie. Alright, uh, uh, I'm thinking it's like the fat bit. I've got another one, but I'll wait till the end before I reveal my other thing. Alright. Um so with the continuing of Perry's plot, they cut away back briefly back to the other plot, then they cut back to this plot, and Doof is having a drink of water. And he's like, mmm, water. It's like drinking wet air, which is just a great line. Has nothing to do with the episode, but it's funny. Molecular is not completely wrong, to be honest. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, he goes to do the aerosol thing, but Perry escapes the trap. The trap is a giant hole that Perry can't, like, get out of. But Doof knocks some aerosol cans down and Perry uses them like jetpacks to, like, Hell propel yeah. himself upwards. Um, so it's Perry yeah, versus Doofenshmirtz's giant hand that he's going to use to spray the aerosol can. So it's a giant metal robot hand. And <laughs> yeah. Perry and the hand fight. Um, and then the hand raises up and it's about to deliver the final blow and I will get back to this with the second plot, Candace comes flying through the wall and breaks the hand in half. And What? Yep, Candace just flies through the wall and, and, and snaps the Wait, hand. Wait, what? Yep. What and the then, fuck? Yep. This show's and, bonkers. Yes, it is. I yeah. know. Oh, my God. Candace? And then Why is Candace flying through her hand? <laughs> You'll see in a second. So then, <laughs> then Doof just looks up and goes, damn, Nostradamus was right. <laughs> and that's that's a reference to the idea that Nostradamus wrote a bunch of predictions about the world, like, ages ago. And then that's apparently proof that the universe is planned and stuff. Um, and apparently he wrote one about being able to use metal objects to fly in the future. Like a metal machine to fly. Well, looks like it's just me. No, it's not just you, you oh, little fat bitch. Why, 
Why am I? Why am I not hearing I, your been, voice then? I've been talking this entire time. I haven't heard a thing. This is on you. Probably, probably got to do with where I'm driving. <laughs> I'm not well, in a tunnel. Like you back now. But you might as well be in outback Australia. Um, <laughs> I saw another Tesla. Yeah. How was it? Uh, it was, was it beautiful. Nice? And I think we should change Outback Australia podcast to Outback watching Teslas pass me instead of driving safely or looking at the Outback. You know how Tesla... I know it's a, like I know it's brand, a long title, no, I've, but I've I think... I've got an idea. No, 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 no. Shut up. I've got an idea. You know how Tesla takes the vowels out of the word? So it's like T-S-L-A, and that's the name. Tesla Watch. Yep. T-S-L-A-W-T-C-H. Tesla Watch. You spelt watch the same, though. No, I got rid of the A. Yep. Oh, okay. W-T-C-H. Yep. Tesla yep. watch. Tesla watch. I like it. And we can the stylize is- the icon. See, that's another yes, That's another huge also- company we're going after to want to sue us. First Disney, second Tesla. <laughs> Tesla. But not only us. that, but we can trademark the phrase Tesla watch. Because you can't... The, the name... The reason that it's spelt T... SLA is because um because the name Tesla like Nikola it's Tesla It's T E S L A Or what it's however it's spelled it. the the reason do, no I'm pretty sure it doesn't not the actual logo The anyway the reason that they spell it different I thought so was because you can't trademark the actual word Someone's Tesla because name. it's it's just a name that exists like how I can't trademark the word Lachlan despite you know Nikola Tesla, yeah. Yeah. So the thing I was thinking was we get in before they do and trademark Tesla Watch. Okay. And then if they ever try to release a watch... trademark Tesla Watch, if they ever go into the watchmaking business... (laughs) We can sue them. There's all sorts of words you can use watch for. Like, you can use it for an actual watch, but also, like, yeah, if they want to look at something. What happens if Tesla starts a streaming service? They can use Tesla Watch. They can get fucked. We've stolen that name. Yeah, we'd be like, fuck yeah, pay us lots of money. And by lots of money, I mean, give me at least one Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> just give us te- give us free, free. I'll take free Teslas for life. I'll concede just about anything. They're very equivalent, Tesla. lots of money and mm. free Teslas. They're That's basically the same equivalent. thing. Just give me some of that sweet Tesla stock, actually. I'll take my payment. Oh, stock. that. I've heard it's a. I've heard that, from the very that, intelligent people over at nice. Wall Street Bretts yeah. that it's a good investment. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> fail safe. It, you cannot fail. You can become the mm-hmm. richest man. You legitimately mm-hmm. can become the richest 100%. man alive. Oh, God, um, that's scary. And anyway, back to the Phineas and Ferb. Finally, um, so Candace flies through and breaks the metal arm, which means Doof can't do his plan. Um, and then Perry beats up Doof, and he falls into the same hole that Perry was trapped in. Um, but with no aerosol cans. But with no aerosol cans. No, one of them rolls down after him, but he's already used them all up to make his big thing, so it does. it's not full, so he can't get out. Um, okay. And then, here leads to some interesting trivia. So, firstly, just a random bit of trivia. It's not so much as important to this exact moment, but it's it's just worth knowing. Apparently, in Australia, this episode aired under the name "The Ride at Tri-State Mart." Only in Australia, and not on the Disney Plus version in Australia too. Just apparently on TV in Australia. Why? Do we know why? Do we know why? No, we do not. 
I, I, right. it doesn't say, but you know, there you go. Um, and then right. that leads into the next bit of trivia. Now, apparently in the re- original release of this, when Doof gets knocked down into the trap, he goes, oh, nice, nice one. Catch the villain in his own trap. That's not ir- that's not ironic, Perry the Platypus. It's a, it's a cliche. That's what it is. It's lazy on your part. Curse you, Perry the Platypus. That line, uh-huh. appa- in the version that we got, the version that I watched, and in all of the versions after the first airing, got replaced. And he says, Ow, you know, do you- I don't come to your house and... Wait, these don't have any chlorofluorocarbons in them. These aerosol cans are completely harmless. What was I thinking? Curse you, Perry the Platypus. And this was because of a complaint Disney received from the Consumer Aerosol Products Council. Because it got what? They got complaints from the Consumer Aerosol Products Council. Apparently aerosols don't cause harm to the environment, or they don't anymore, I'm not sure. And they don't want things promoting the idea that aerosols are damaging to the environment. So the thing you watched made it nice for aerosols. Yeah, the thing I watched changed the line, so it said that these don't have any chlorofluorocarbons in them, so they're fine for the environment. Right. So there you go. It's a bit of trivia. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway, it's censorship and I won't stand for it. It's big tech censoring... No, it's big There is no way you wanted to burn the ozone, though, with... I will reveal what the lie was at the end of the episode. So, because uh, if you did come up with that, though, you you were smarter than what I think you are. Um, but wow, that's a bit harsh. To to think that you're like I know how I'm going to lie to Joe. I'm going to say that instead of just writing his name in the sky, the aerosol is going to burn the ozone, causing the sun to shine, and it's really elaborate. Yeah, don't mm. worry. That's not the lie. The show's just bloody bonkers. Absolute <laughs> bonkers. And I love it. Alrighty. On to the actual meat and potatoes of the episode, the Phineas and Ferb stuff. Wait, so, was that was that not the meat and potatoes? No, that Candace was the Candace went that was flying B. through the hand. Oh, yeah. why was she flying? Candace, right, get, right, yeah, that's right. what you're about to find Tell out. Tell me that. So, um, they, Buford goes for a ride on this souped up ride that the boys have created. Buford goes to space, by the way. Wait, what? In the in the souped up kitty ride they've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he wearing a mask? Does he fly? No, he is not. He's literally in space. The sky is black and he's in space and he does not die. Um But okay. Yep. Yep, that was that was my reaction too. Um so he eventually comes (laughs) He comes all the way back down and he's like, Whoa, that was worth a quarter. Um, and he hops out and Candace gets in and she's like, I saw that and I'm going to stay in here until, um, until mum gets here so that you guys can't hide the evidence. And she climbs in the thing and she's like, I'm not going to move. And then Buford yeah, just goes... Yeah, it's just going to shoot you into fucking <laughs> space is what's going to happen. <laughs> Buford just walks up and goes, oh, this will be worth a quarter. And then just tucks, chucks a quarter in the machine <laughs> and Candace goes... <laughs> <laughs> And Buford's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing my good friend sister get fucking launched. Yeah, he's just like this. He's just like this will be funny, and he just (laughs) nearly kills Candace. That that is funny. Um, so they're like, we can chase after Candace because we've got to track her down. So they reveal that they've got a bunch of other rides. 
um, that they've also tricked out, and then they start cruising down the street Voltron style. Like, they've all got an appropriate ride. It's all a different colour. Like, or each one's a different colour that matches them. So, Isabella is... Pink Wait, is this going to become into some, like, Voltron? Well, just continue. you wait, good sir. Just you wait. Um, so, um, they they go flying through the um, the streets, and we get a banging song where they're like driving around on their rides, and it's like it ain't no kitty ride. It's a good song, um, and then they're just chasing Candace around. Eventually, Candace starts going sky high, and they're like, "All right, Isabella, you go track it down," because Isabella's on a flying horse, like a one of those okay, horse rides. Is. Yeah. Um, so Candace goes flying up and she eventually sees... Uh, Isabella goes flying up and she eventually sees Candace, right? Um, meanwhile, Bajit runs out of fuel. And he's like, oh no, I'm out of fuel. And Phineas and Ferb are like, don't worry, it runs on quarters. And um, and Bajit goes, but oh, I don't have a quarter. What? I've only got a dollar. And then he looks down at his machine and it says, accepts notes. And he's like, oh, thank God. So he puts his... Oh notes. God, I forgot that was a note. Oh. Yep. And he's oh, and he's yeah. and he sets his note in. He puts his note in, and then the machine spits it back out. He's like, oh, and he puts it back in, and the machine spits it back out. So he like starts trying to straighten it out on the black's handlebar, yep. and he puts it okay. in, and it spits it back oh, out. And Bajit's oh, just parked for the rest of the episode. Also, I wrote down the note during the song. Bajit's on a tricycle, and he's chasing his Billie Eilish mood. He looks exactly <laughs> like Billie Eilish from the Bad Guy video. Yeah, so that's okay. cool. Um, so. Then, um, yeah, I, I literally wrote, this is why you don't use paper currency for that paper currency joke. Um, yeah, it's so too hard for anything to scam. And also, yes, exactly. don't use it for a dollar. Do you know how hard? Yeah, that's like, too much. Uh, it's stupid. Um, it's anyway. too much infrastructure, time, and money for one dollar. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So anyway, this is where Candace goes flying through Doof's robot hand. Um, and then she right. goes out the other side, and she's headed towards a gorge. Um, and okay. they all eventually show up there and um, and come to rescue Candace, and she runs out of fuel. And they're like, oh, no. But then, worry not, they, the rides, like, you know, like Voltron, or like, um, does it happen in Pacific Rim, the things combining? Jaegers. The Jaegers combine. Yeah, do the Jaegers in Pacific Rim, do they ever combine? No, no, way? so the aliens combine in the second one. And the Jaeger <laughs> really? has to fight it. And, okay, yeah, so in the really second stupid, movie, but... there's like all these beast aliens, all the beast ones, and you're like, oh, um, well, they're definitely going to lose anyway. Anyway, they kind of maybe start winning, not really. And then this guy presses a button, and this flood of tiny little like drone alien shit come out and start fusing the, all the monsters together. Oh, my So then God, it's like so this six monster, one monster fight the six Jaegers. Anyway, it's, it's good, good, good fun. Oh, that sounds hilarious. I'd enjoy that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, just like that, or like Power, or like Power Rangers, Zords or whatever, or like Voltron, the kitty rides combine together and Candace is going down the gorge and they're like, reach out, grab Candace, and she's saved. And the entire time that that was happening, I was just sitting there thinking, this is definitely the gorge from the Flying Fishmonger episode. Oh, the gorge they made? No, the gorge they tried to jump over. The one that he, he never oh, was able to yep, jump yep, over. Yep, the it's one definitely that the, dad, the same gorge. the granddad could never do, and then they 
built him the proper mm-hmm. thing because it always rained, but it was it's just the song. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then lastly, we cut back to Bajit and he he's got an ironing board out and he irons <laughs> his dollar and it finally gets accepted by the thing and he's like, yay! And then the <laughs> ironing board drives away. For some reason, the ironing board just like skits away and he's like, oh, damn it. And he turns around and he kicks the bike and then the bike gets started by the kick accidentally and just drives off and then he just looks like straight at the camera. And, and he's stranded. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. And that's but the episode. They built a machine that can fly and stuff like that that's fueled by quarters. Yes. They'd be doing some crazy They built like six of them, actually. Mm-hmm. Or they're just they solar the power and they have enough power, but they also left the like five limit limitation unless you've got another quarter on because they wanted to make money, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I think it'd be a hell of a lot cooler if they like they take the mass of the quarter and it breaks and down they... near directly to the point yeah. where it's energy efficient. I like, like that. That'd be cool as hell. Yep, that's mm. a good point. Um, so now the pivotal moment. Which bit of my description was a lie? Um, I don't know. I was I was thinking the parallel park from Perry, and then Ooh. I was also thinking uh, Doof. But because I'd be very surprised if you came up with Ozone Hole with Doof's name, I'm gonna go with Perry's Parallel Park. Very nice guesses. Allow me to reveal the thing I lied about all along. Drum drum roll, please. Drum roll effect. The Voltron. I I teed that. I the Voltron thing where the rides combine. The rides do not combine. They save Candace in a completely different way. Oh, I okay. I didn't even realize you said that they turn into a Voltron. I fed you that as well. Yeah, you you yeah, you literally did, and then you missed it. But I also teed it up a little, where I was like, they're they're cruising along like the the things where they've got their own individual color, like the yeah. Power when you said color, I was like, so wait, they're like Voltrons? Yeah, but, pretty okay. much. Um, the real way that they save Candace though sounds like even more of a lie, which is why I chose that to be the thing to replace. Oh, okay. Because the right, real right, way I'm that kidding, they save kidding. Candace. Candace is flying over the gorge where she runs out of fuel. She starts plummeting down. Phineas yep. goes, oh, no, Candace is going to fall. And Ferb goes, hold on a second, I got this. So Ferb whacks out a boombox. It cuts out okay. to a wide. Ferb is painted black and white. He's presumably put on black and white paint very, very quickly. Ferb starts okay. doing the robot. Some tourists that are there to see... The Gorge see him doing his thing. He finishes doing the robot. He holds out his fedora that he's wearing. They pop a quarter in the fedora, and he's like, sweet, I've got my fedora. He runs over the edge of the Gorge. He apparently, between shots, cleans off all of the black and white makeup before making it to the edge of the Gorge, because you've got to look stylish for a hero moment, right? Then he pulls out his slingshot. He grabs the quarter. He pulls it tight, and he shoots the quarter trick shot. The, like he trick shots the quarter down into the gorge no into Candace's machine, which turns it back on and she can fly to safety. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. So he needed a quarter, but he didn't have a quarter. So yep. he pulls out his he boom pulls box. out his robot routine <laughs> and does and the robot does the a dance routine. So people will give him quarters. 
and then slingshots that quarter into the quarter hole from while God knows how far mm-hmm. while it's moving. And that's a, oh God, that's very cool. So it, honestly, I chose the bit that sounds the most like bullshit to, to lie about. Yeah, really. no, if, mm. if they were all separate colors and Phineas and Fur built them, if they changed into a Voltron machine and they like quarter, that makes more sense. Unsurprising, but, yeah. They've all got like oh. their colors, like one's blue, one's pink, one's green. Like it's all their colors and their styles. Like one's a tricycle, one's a flying unicorn, one's a train. Like it's, it's all very, very cute, very Phineas and Ferb. So yeah, that's the episode. I like it. I've got two things before um, I continue driving. Mm-hmm. First thing, we've actually got a message from a listener, uh, and it's on Instagram. Oh, okay. And it's a it's a friend of the show because that's how much. Yes, Larissa is a friend. Of the and show. anyway, of the show. she she sent me she sent me a meme. Well, it was a TikTok. And it was about who would play live action. Now, Lachlan, I need you to listen to this. Okay. Okay, go. Their selection for Doof. Actually, read the Instagram from beginning to end, because also at the top, there's Henry Cavill and um, Jason Mimosa meme. And I think I made some pretty good comments about that, and I think you'll thoroughly Okay, so like there's it. a Henry Cavill and Jason Mimosa meme. Um, yeah. Go from then on. He'd have to be an agent or, or Buford's fish. <laughs> Jason Momoa playing Buford's Fish. I'm a big fan of that. God, this call keeps cutting out. Okay, you're back now, though. Sounds like you're back. Yeah, I am. Well, I was just saying how... Wait, am I back? You're still a little bit... You're still a little bit stuttery. I'm still here, though. Anyway, I thought it'd be really cool with us in a trench coat with the Aussie accent trying to pull off a boomerang-throwing guy when neither of us can throw a boomerang. And, like, we just 100%. throw it. And it goes so badly. And it's just two guys, and we look really tall. And he's like, oh, this, this will be good. And we throw a boomerang, and it just falls short of Tom Cruise every single time. That would be very iconic. I would enjoy that. Um, and then she also sent a TikTok, um, which yeah. was Watch like a that. fake Disney announcement that's like Jim Carrey is going to be join um, is going to be playing Doctor Doofenshmirtz in live action alongside Tom Holland as Phineas and Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Ferb. Now, yeah, I don't support any of those casting. I don't mind Dwayne as Ferb. I don't <laughs> mind Dwayne as Ferb. That's yeah. I was going to say. Also, I love the meme that Tom Holland will play any skinny white boy. I love that as a running it's joke. It's very true. Like, just cast, I just, like, I just don't think casting. Tom Holland suits a boy who's done so much genocide. I just, he I, I just couldn't do He can do an American accent. He can pull off an American accent. He's a chameleon. He can do anything. He's a, he's a great actor. He, he, is, he is actually a pretty good actor. We'll give him that. He's a very good actor. But yeah, we'll he's him. already playing Spider-Man. I don't want to give him every dream role I want. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> I'm not going to vicariously live through Tom Holland. Uh, so, no, we'll find someone else. Sorry. Uh, we'll Dwayne find someone Rob else. Johnson Me. obviously is a good choice for Fur. He kind of looks like an F, um, and he doesn't even have to talk much. Yes, sort of. exactly. Easy. We also, what was your second thing, by the way? Just how beautiful Outback Australia looks and how quick this trip spin because of your you've been on the phone oh, oh thank you for that thank you yes you're welcome 
Um, yeah. It's it's quite pretty. I'm next to a, a, a mountain thing. It's a it's a bit of rock, uh, and it's got trees on it. And then on my right, I've got another rock thing with a bit of trees on it. Rock. And I'm currently on a bridge. Underneath wow. is some trees. It's nice. Actually, quite phenomenal. The sky's blue. Uh, some whispering nice. clouds in there. Uh, mm. The speed signs say 110. Uh, that is kilometers per hour because we do not, do not. No, that's 110 miles. We're all speed demons in Australia. That is also very true. People are driving like it's 110 miles per hour, uh, but legally it's technically not. Um, and yeah, there's yes. there's no more Teslas around, so my Outback Australia interest has dipped. Mm. But there's also I can see the drop bears from here, and I'm sticking to the right, more right side of the road. Because I know if I get too close, they will full-on murder me and my car. Gotta um, love the drop very is. wary of it. The little red eyes you see in the shade, or the black fur you see in the sun, it's, it's scary. But, you know, it's one of the dangers we live with in Australia. And, of course, the huge snakes that you see go across on the right, that you think are logs, and then they move, and then they threaten to come across on the road, and you're like, damn. I've hit speed bumps before, but that's a big speed bump. Yeah, <laughs> and then you'll, and then you're like, Snake, why must you disguise yourself as a log? And it's like, shut up, you dickhead! I'll kill you and you'll kill your family as well. <laughs> you you would say that, and then you see a, one of the other cars next to you, like just a hole, and you're <laughs> and like, you know what? Now seeing a snake eat an entire car seems like a bad sign, but consider the snake eating the car means that it's not going to eat your car because it's already full. Yeah, exactly. And if it's actually eating a car, see, they do themselves dumb here. If you eat a car whole, the person inside it has plenty of time to escape. All you need yes. is your crocodile Dundee knife, because we've all got one at all times. <laughs> you wind down your window, you just cut into the side, you slice down, and then you jump out. Now, your yep. car's not quite a write-off, like we've, we're <laughs> so used to it. Now, uh, they, they cut the snake open, and we can sell the car from there. Though the smell, you can never get rid of the smell of snake insides. Yeah, that's But big, that's you do big. survive it. Um, yeah. And it's something I mean, that I happens, have... I think, about 1 in 16 drivers. 1 in 16? Um, it's happened to me twice. I don't drive a car <laughs> it's, anymore. <laughs> it's, it's a real threat. Uh, but, oh, yeah, to, it's a I real bugger. Some, really good I, like, I like how some cars, including the Australian Teslas, have tried putting anti-snake measures in. Uh, so they have large large fangs on the front um, just so they can like stab the snake as it goes to swallow them. Yeah, you um, think that they're they modeling after the snake, but, they but it's do just... Look mad yeah, they cool. look mad cool. And when you rip skids <laughs> at them, they're just like, mm, it's perfect. I need to come up with a really mm. bonkers reason as to why I don't drive. Because I used mean? to drive a lot. It's because I your used legs to drive don't every work single day. That's, that's pretty bonkers. Yeah, no, but I can drive even despite the fact I lost my legs in the Iraqis. Like, that's not... Like, I can still drive with my hands. I was driving before... Like, I was driving after I lost my legs. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. I remember that. So we you need... have to get it modified, but it, yeah. it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, yeah. so we need a reason as to why I can't drive anymore. Well, I, I don't really... Yeah, I don't really have any bonkers ideas. Like, how it actually happened was pretty, pretty mundane. And, you know, really, yeah. sometimes the it was, mundane... It was pretty mundane. Yeah, like... You'd want it to be some crazy excuse, but real in actuality, it's just that I also lost my arms in the Iraqis. 
yeah like and it's, that's it's not that it's not that like that's that's something that happens all the time i don't know time. why they redeployed me after i'd already lost my legs but they were like get back on the battlefield front lines <laughs> were, let's go they were like <laughs> we need the soldiers we have no one you signed <laughs> that contract we own you for 10 you're years you're going going back we <laughs> You're going. And you're, I'm like, yep, that's me. There's nothing I like here's more than rifle. dying for an oil Actually, company. don't bother with a rifle. That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Have a nice night. <laughs> and I lost my arms for an oil company, and I couldn't be proud. Yeah, and so once you lost your arms and your legs, they were like, all right, maybe it's time you can stop driving your I-30 sex wagon, um, and <laughs> then you can come back and work for us again. Yep, exactly. Anyway, you've got a Wollongong to go to. I've got a, I've yep. got a very difficult to edit episode to edit. This is probably yeah. You out have fun tomorrow. with this. Um, it's going to be a bit of a task. It's probably not going to be out tomorrow. I'm sorry. If you're listening and it's not Monday, then sorry. It's Easter Sunday today. If anyone cares, so happy oh, Easter. Yeah. Happy Easter. Have um, a lovely Easter Sunday. God has come back again. Yes, that's, something like that's that. That's what happens on Sunday. Right. There's a public Do holiday the... on Monday because we all just want to have a <laughs> day. We just want to have fun. Uh, um, bye-bye. You, no, uh, uh, plug can the you, things. Plug the things. You've got enough permission to kick me from Discord, don't you? Not I kick have, me, yeah. but disconnect me from Discord. I'm holding you hostage. I'm not, I'm not going to let you leave until you've plugged the things. Plugged what things? All the things. Oh, those things. Yes. So... Hit us up on the Twitter, at of underscore Ferb. Hit us up on the Instagram, Implications of Phineas and Ferb. Hit us up on Spotify. I don't know how you hit people up on Spotify, but I'm sure people figure it out. You've got Gmail there as well. I'm on that semi-regularly. Now have three emails I have to check. God, I want to die. Uh, yeah. Hit us up, boy. Hell yeah. From you. Hit us up. And that's the episode. Hitting the leave button. Three, two, one, but The implications of Phineas and Ferb. Listen to it whenever you can.